Hello, and welcome back to PlayStation Unchained's Tournament of the Overrated, part three. Um, we are in the round of 32 of deciding which is the most overrated PlayStation game of all time. We've uh, done 21 matches of the 32 so far, which uh, last week we had some interesting ones. Um, notably among those, we had uh, Mass Effect 2 go through against SSX Tricky. We had... Uh, Call of Duty 4 naturally went through. Um, Final Fantasy 10, uh, GTA 5. Yes. I mean, which went through against Metal Gear Solid 2, which was uh, interesting. Ah, yes, and Bioshock Infinite unfortunately came up against The Witcher 3. Uh, no need to tell you how that went, really. Um, oh, and Chrono Cross, that cross went through as well because <laughs> <laughs> Gary. You may have heard. Outline several reasons why uh, that game went through. <laughs> and yeah, we ran it out with Overwatch taking on Uncharted 3, but Uncharted 3, surprisingly, or not, won. It, it, you have yeah. to say one, one in brackets or, or commas, but whatever you want to call it, because uh, obviously winning means that you're actually closer to losing uh, in this uh, tournament. But um uh, Hey, that's the fun of it. That's why it's different from just deciding the best game ever. Right. So, I've actually got written down my running order for everyone this week so that I don't forget who's supposed to be going first, second, third, etc. But before we get there, let's introduce who's here. Um, as ever, we have, and I'll do it in the order I'm going to do it. So, first of all, we have the Armenian Argonaut himself, Gary Bagsazarov. Oh, what's up? <laughs> we have the hiker extraordinaire, the man who will go to great lengths to get his Pokemons. It's Ben Shillabur Hall. I will get a shiny Lugia. He's going to shine that Lugia up. <laughs> um, we also have, returning once again, Christopher. Hello. And returning after an absence. Because proving we, we haven't. Yeah, well, proving also that we didn't just replace him with Chris. Um, it's Alfonso Boxel. He is here. I am back. Welcome he back. is risen. Yay. Resurrected. Yes, yeah, we are. You know. He came yeah, back after two weeks and didn't, lag and didn't complain about lag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because we are recording on Easter Sunday slash April Fool's Day. Um None of which is really relevant to what we're doing. So, I hey, still wish great. I'd done that idea I had earlier. In case anyone, I was, uh, was talking to Neil about the idea of I should have recorded an Xbox podcast to put up this morning just so we could talk about uh, April Fools. Should have done it. Should have done it. Yeah, my suggestion was to just have an Xbox podcast where it's twenty minutes of dead air. Is my that... <laughs> suggestion was we should do Bennett or Gary again, but just have Sea of Thieves and then shut up for the rest of the podcast because that's the only exclusive they've got. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and that would still be more content than the game. Ah, oh, dear. Right. So let's get on. Gary, we are going from you all the way through. So Pick a number. Oh, yeah, baby. From the one to eight. Let's go with four. Gary picks group four, and you can have one, two, or five. One. 
Batman Arkham Asylum. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Somebody gonna get stabbed if they pick the wrong game. <laughs> ben, pick a group. I want to go with two. Yeah, group two. You can have number one, two, or three. Let's go with number one. Oh, Gary. You're going to love this. Um, Dead Space. Is God a- damn it. <laughs> Batman Bat- Bat- <laughs> Asylum versus Dead Space. And uh, Chris, you are first up to vote. Oh, man, you're going to get me shanked first. That is a really tough one because they are both very, very fantastic games. Um, a, uh, damn, I got I to gotta say just based on what we've seen from both series and what happened, I'm going to say Dead Space is the more overrated. Um, simply because the uh, obviously the though, though it was a, a fresh step forward in the horror genre of games, um, Batman Arkham Asylum did uh, actually better in its sequels and uh, and really uh, showed uh, that you could have an amazing uh, game based on a superhero, which up until that time, there really wasn't anything. I mean, we had our superhero games, but nothing nothing that quite left the impression that Arkham Asylum did. And uh, honestly, in my opinion, the subsequent games that came after that were all, were all just fantastic. I loved, uh, you know, Ar- Arkham City, Arkham Knight, even, Ar- even Arkham Origins I loved. Um, uh, Dead Space, however, I, uh, I loved it. Dead Space 2 was, you know, still good, um, but when they decided to go more action-y instead of horror, it just kind of killed itself. And as we've seen now, that studio no longer exists. So, yeah, it's yeah. a sad, sad end. Very sad end. So Dead Space gets its first vote. Uh, Alfonso, making your debut on this show of shows. I also have to agree with Chris. I have to go with Dead Space. Both are great games, yes, and yeah. it was it was um, different in terms of Dead Space, in terms of horror, you know, going from playing Resident Evil and Silent Hill and games like that, so it took a spin on horror, but the reason why Batman is not underrated is because, like Chris said, we have superhero games before, but Batman was a long time coming in terms of they did it right and it actually succeeded and all the sequels after did it right and it succeeded so sorry death space you have a great memory in my heart because it took me a while to beat that on how fucking scary that one was mm-hmm. but yeah I, I gotta go with death space fair enough so two votes for dead space gary what's so you gotta lot? ask you really gotta ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, Dead Space, because Batman. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. No, no. Um, I love Dead Space very much. Um, like Chris, I think it was, in my opinion, one of the best horror games in modern times. Um, what they did psychologically and, you know, yeah, it had a lot of jump scares, but I felt like they were effective jump scares. 
Um, because quite honestly, that's really all that kind of works these days. It's very hard to scare people without jump scares anymore. Um, but like Batman just did it, it. It didn't just change how superhero games are made. It literally changed how melee combat works in games now. Um, if you look at what it did, it had the simplest combat system realistically, and it turned it into this fantastic showcase because of the animations. Uh, it just looked good because of the animations. It was a simple fighting system. You just press square to attack, X to jump, O to stun. I mean, and yeah, you can do like bone-crunching moves, finishers with, you know, two button presses at the same time, but it was very simple. It just looked very complicated. Um, and if you look at it now, like, almost every melee combat system does what Arkham Asylum did. Shadow of Mordor, um, freaking, even the Captain America game that came out after that, uh, based on the movie, had exactly the same combat system. It's really changed how combat is done nowadays, melee combat especially. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, just everything that it did. Stealth mechanics were fantastic. Story was great. It really used the villains to their fullest potential, I believed. Um, but Dead Space, again, it's very hard for me. If it was up against any other game, uh, I would say the other game probably would have been underrated or overrated. But Dead Space, it, it did a lot of amazing things. Um, it's just unfortunate up against a game that did more for the industry, I believe, than Dead Space did. Sure. So. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, I, I would say, aside from personally, it would my choice here just because I didn't really like the first Dead Space as much as the others. Um, I also think the Arkham games are closest we have to a Western equivalent to Metal Gear in terms of how they do stuff, you know, how they mix bits up and how they play with the player and how they have a lovely cast of villains per game and uh, the boss battles unfortunately aren't as good as any Metal Gear game. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, good franchise and a damn good game. Uh, ben? I want to go with Batman. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Contrary. Uh, well, you got your shiv ready, Gary? <laughs> well, it's going to take me a while to get there, but Ben's going to get stabbed. <laughs> the thing is, though, I hate the fact that I'm going with it, but at the same time, you know what? It's not going to lose, so I might as well just go with my what I want. You know, it doesn't really matter now. So... Mm-hmm. I would have probably gone, you know, Dead Space if I'd known that Batman would have won because it doesn't deserve to win, but it does deserve to have... It's not a perfect game. And I feel I much preferred Arkham City than Asylum. Asylum, I wasn't that... I didn't didn't enjoy it that much compared to City. Uh, Well, the opposite was I did prefer Dead Space 3 and 2 over 1 because I like the action-y style of 3 over the horror of 1. Especially the co-op. I really... That's why I played free was the co-op. So that's why it had to be Batman. Just because, you know, I preferred the sequel. Well, sequel. I'm not bringing up Knight. Yeah. <laughs> Knight is perfectly fine. Knight is perfectly fine. It's per- perfectly, Knight is perfectly fine. The driving is perfectly shite. No, it's not. It was great. <laughs> it was a... 
it, it wasn't as bad as it was made out. Let's put it that I way. I hate the world right now. I want to punch people. <laughs> ben, ben, I will absolutely agree. The co-op in Dead Space 3 was a lot of fun because of yeah. what they did, where the two different players see yeah. different things going on, and the other one, like, what What are you seeing right now? I see my kid. You're just like, yeah. what? You're, you're picking a up a rock. What's going on? I see a birthday party here. Like, it's, a, it's a science lab. But there's presents everywhere. There's a bike. That's the that's <laughs> chemicals. No, it's presents. It was brilliant. And uh, I remember the elevator. Where, like, I saw a jump scare where someone screamed at me. And I was shouting down the mic to him. Oh, God, what the fuck? And he's like, what? We're in an elevator. Music. I'm like, didn't you see the jump scare? He's like, what? <laughs> the old lady jumps. No, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the it's like the Kane and Lynch one. The Kane and Lynch where you're in the bank and all of a sudden you know Lynch starts going crazy and shooting everybody. You're like, what are you doing? They're coming after me, man! And you're just like killing innocent people, really. But it was so well done. But yeah, that's why I had to. As much as I don't think Batman deserves to be, you know, to be overrated because of the fact that everyone else played Dead Space, I thought, fuck it. <laughs> a long way around of saying fuck it yeah, yeah. that's good <laughs> okay um, moving on then Chris pick a group uh, let's see let's go with five group five of which you can have numbers three six and seven let's go with seven seven is Resident Evil 2 Ooh. Ooh. and Alfonso Let's go with seven. Group seven. You can have any two in this group. Six or eight. I'm going to choose eight. Ooh, this is going to be fun. Um, Resident Evil 2 is facing Journey. Okay, so, Gary. Oh, me first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going in the order. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh boy, um, I'm gonna have to go with Journey. Okay. Um, uh, Resident Evil Two isn't my favorite Resident Evil. Everybody knows that. Um, but I feel like Journey is very overrated because, quite honestly, when I played it, I had no idea what the hell I was doing in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I felt no sense of direction, and then when I found direction, I still had no idea what I was doing in that game. <laughs> um, I, it, it was just a game that I think catered to specific people, and I just wasn't one of those people. Um, I I can see why people might enjoy it. Um, maybe they got more out of it than I did. Um, but then again, I never really finished it because, again, I had no idea what I was supposed to do in that game. Um. So very short argument for me, but Resident Evil Two, um, everybody loves it, that game. That's a lot of people's favorite Resident Evil. Um, I loved the thing I loved the most about Resident Evil Two, I believe, is how they had four different scenarios in that game, and I loved the fact that when you beat it with one character, you unlock the the more true scenario of the other character. Um. And I thought that was great, and I wish Resident Evil continued to do something like that, but it didn't do that. Um, it did not. No. <coughs> but yeah, uh, we we got Leon, a lot of people's favorite character. I personally like Claire. Um, 
but yeah, it, it did some cool stuff, but again, it wasn't my favorite Resident Evil. So. I mean, I, I this is I'm going to choose to sort of interject after you've spoken each time, so then it keeps the order going. But um, I mean, hard for me, I'd say, just because both of these games, I love these games very, very, very much, and so I. I Honestly, the first time I've released it, I've got a hard choice if, if I was choosing. Let's hope I don't have to choose. <laughs> I won't reveal what I choose yet, just in case. Um, okay, so, Ben, you're up next. I want to go with Resident Evil 2. Yeah. As much as the game was great, I really enjoyed Journey. And as <laughs> someone who has a massive ego, I also can't vote for the game that I think I had an influence on, so I'm going to go with Resident Evil 2. <laughs> okay. Well, so, um, a year before Journey came out, uh, there was a select group of beta testers. Yeah. And I was one of them. And mm. the original Journey only had motion controls. The game was going to launch with only uh, motion control support, with analog sticks. I remember uh, that. Until we all complained. Um, and then they added the controller support into the end of the beta so they could add it to the full game. So I feel like I influenced the game, therefore I I will not overrate, overrate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's one way. Uh, okay, so one apiece. Uh, Chris? Um, I'm going to have to go with Journey being the more overrated uh, simply because, and, and kind of to, to what Gary said, Resident Evil 2 was um, kind of the, man, I mean, if, if you're going to have a, uh, you know, a flagship horror game, uh, you know, the first one that comes to mind is usually either Silent Hill or Resident Evil. And Resident Evil 2, I, I, you know, I think if that game hadn't been as amazing as it was back then, uh, we wouldn't have... Uh, really have the horror escape in video games that we have now um just because of 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 the multiple uh playthroughs you could do of the uh intriguing story uh of the characters that are now beloved in the horror franchise um it it just did so much to to really push the horror genre in games forward to that next level that now we have you know we can have discussions about Outlast and Dead Space and Silent Hill and, and, and those. I mean, it was it was truly a, a great game for its time. Um, honestly, I don't know that I could go back and play it now because I, I do remember the uh, you know the graphics weren't the best. Um, they certainly looked cool, but in order to do what they had to do, you know, the pre-rendered environments with the uh, you know polygonal characters running around, it was it's it's kind of funny to look at now for me. But at the time, man, that was like next level. Uh, where I, I mean, Journey really did a lot for to to kind of give us a different multiplayer perspective. Um, you know, only being able to com- communicate in certain ways. You know, no voice chat or anything like that. Um, but I just I felt I feel that after that that they just kind of fell off the radar. I mean, I, I honestly, I, you'd have to tell me. I don't know what they're doing now. I, I know that the lead, what was it, the lead, uh, the head of the company left them. Uh, shortly after Journey came out, and I, I don't know what they're doing now. So, I mean, it's just kind of fell by the wayside. I don't think it deserved as much praise as it got. Maybe while you're playing, it's it's an amazing experience. But uh, as far as impact, I'm definitely, I think Resident Evil 2 had far more impact on gaming. 
Yeah, okay. That's a fair view. Um, the, the next thing they did was uh, the mobile game Sky, if I believe right, which had problems legally because, of course, Sky are a television <laughs> company. And if you put Sky in your name... <laughs> yeah, apparently that's supposed to be good. But uh, I don't play mobile games, so I can't say for sure on that one. Um, so, yeah, it's in your hands here, uh, Alfonso. Yeah, I'm going to go with Journey as well. Um, just like Gary, I never finished it. And it was getting frustrating trying to find all the collectibles that they had hidden. And all, all the time that I would see on YouTube and read articles like, oh, this player found this. This player found this, and then other players would just replay the game just to find what other players found, and that 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 was getting frustrating for me to see because I couldn't find nothing. And I will give it to Journey though for I feel because of Journey is why indie games now are being so successful because of what Journey done, what Journey did. But yeah, Resident Evil Two is my favorite. Is the reason that I even got into the Resident Evil series. I started I played Resident Evil Two first, so. Yeah, I, I had to choose Journey. Yeah, okay. Fair enough then. So, yes, Journey wins 3-1. Next up then, Gary, pick a number. Five. And Group 5 now has just two games left in it. Number three and number six. Six. Oh, well, going back to the well, it's Resident Evil. <laughs> the first one? Yes, Oh man, okay. It's gonna be easy. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember what some of the games that are in here. <laughs> oh god. If it's Silent Hill, you're gonna kill me. <laughs> All right. Oh my <laughs> god, no. Uh, no. Oh. Um Ben. Uh two. Group two you have Number two or number three? I'm going to go with number two. <laughs> You're not. Yeah. You really are? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm going for that number two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gary, you must be fucking Nostradamus. What? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Silent Hill 2. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, now this is a juicy clash. <laughs> Uh, and Chris, you get to go first. Oh, <laughs> all right, all, all right. Um, man, both classic, classic horror games. Um, I, I, I don't make this decision light, but uh, I'm gonna go with the first Resident Evil being the more overrated of the two. Uh, simply because Silent Hill 2, in my opinion, well, I'm always torn on the, on the decision of whether the first Silent Hill was better or the second one. Um, yeah. But I think that's a bit of nostalgia speaking because I, I have fond memories of playing the first Silent Hill like like while my, while my buddy was watching me late at night and we, we were basically just scaring the shit out of each other. Um, but Silent Hill 2 pretty much refined everything about Silent Hill 1 and made it better, made it more of a, you know, a mindfuck too, so you had a lot of um, I felt thriller suspense, uh, and you're trying to put the pieces together of what is happening to James 
while he's seeing, you know, spoilers, I mean, at this point, obviously, um, why he's seeing uh, Maria be killed over and over again, um, what the different enemies that are that are haunting some of the other people that he comes across with do. I mean, it was all just and it was it was well done. The combat was a lot better. Um uh, even though it wasn't like it, you know, you couldn't do anything that they they brought up in like Homecoming, where you could do all the dodging and that. Um, but the the enemies were unique. Uh, we got one of the most iconic characters in horror out of that game, which was Pyramid Head. Um, I, I mean, just everything it did. I mean, that game, that game really pushed the horror uh, franchise forward at its time. Um, Resident Evil did the same thing, but as I've already stated, I think Resident Evil Two did all of that in a much more superior way. Uh, and, and I, like I, as with Alfonso resident evil two was the, actually the game that I played first before I went back and played the first resident evil. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't have quite the impact that it had on me. I feel that resident evil two is the much more, um, uh, more important of the two games. Um, how, however, in resident evil's defense, you know, we, we got, we got some of the best lines ever. <laughs> in, oh, yeah. uh, in video gaming, you almost became a Jill sandwich. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> no, that that actually thinking about that now seals it for me. Yeah, Silent Hill Two is is the much much better uh, game. So yeah, <laughs> Resident Evil. Okay, um, Alfonso. I also agree with Chris. I got to go with Resident Evil for the simple fact that I didn't really get uh, I didn't have the iconic feeling. When as I did with Resident Evil 2. And um, I didn't really enjoy the, the original Resident Evil. I wasn't feeling it. As for, as for Silent Hill, I felt it to be more scarier than Resident Evil. And um, side note, do not play this when you have little siblings because they was terrified and they actually had to go therapy just to get the image out of, you know, just the image from Pyramid Head. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Resident Evil. Okay, um, Gary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Silent Hill Two. Okay. Um, it's my favorite Silent Hill. Um, and I agree with everything that Chris and Alfonso said. The reason I don't think the first Resident Evil is overrated is because Silent Hill 2 exists because of the first Resident Evil. If it wasn't for Resident Evil, the horror, survival horror genre, A, would never exist, even though it existed before it with games like Alone in the Dark and Clive Barker's Undying. Clock Tower? Clock Tower. Clock Tower, Clock Tower as well, yeah. But they didn't have their own genre, essentially, and Resident Evil created its own genre. Um, the first iconic scene of, of the zombie turning around, it, it was a CG cinematic, is one of the most iconic scenes in video games. Um, yes, it had problems with controls, very tanky controls. took a long time to get used, like the first game to have these kind of controls. Um, but in a way, those controls also kind of made sense. Up was the only way to go forward um, once you figured it out. Uh, the door animations, though irritating, added so much to the suspense of what's behind the next door. What are you going to see next? Um, 
the dog breaking through the window uh, jump scare so very successful to this day it still in a way works um, it just did so many amazing things I, I believe it also kind of in a way revolutionized uh, like cinematics and, and voiceovers and video games with cutscenes and all that using the in-game engine um, yeah it also had live action cutscenes which were kind of funny but oh man, that um, intro! Mm. <laughs> no, don't go. <laughs> yeah, but it's also a time when you know who the hell is going to hire a real actor for a video game? They didn't do that stuff. Um, now all of them want to be a part of it. But and again, thanks to Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it just it did so much. Like the inventory management, uh, the lack of ammo you had to conserve. Uh, it, 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 it changed so much in the industry. Um, I believe it even started off as a completely different game until it became Resident Evil. I'm not sure 100%. I believe I remember reading that. Sorry, but what was that? Resident Evil started off as a different game before it became Resident Evil. Yeah, it was um, a game based off a Japanese horror film called uh, Sweet Home, and uh, which you can like only really watch on YouTube because it's so rare to find. You know, there was never a DVD made or anything like that. It was VHS only, and they lost a lot of the cut. But yeah, you can view, view it on YouTube. It's quite good, but it's like a, a very 80s style film. Uh, but yeah, um, Mikami worked on that and went on to, uh, when that failed, the game they were making there, he went on to make this. So it's like, that's why it's got that haunted house vibe because the film was very much a haunted house film uh, with like ghosts, ghosts and ghouls and things like that. So yeah, it's, it, it's a great thing that it came from that. Yeah, um, I let you pick two different characters, two different storylines that you can experience from their perspective. Um, it, it essentially made it, it took a supernatural thing and kind of explained it as well. Like, oh, this isn't something you know, zombies come from you know because there's no more room in hell, like Dawn of the Dead and all those set it out to be. It was a pharmaceutical company where the drugs revive dead cells and thus they came back to life. Um, it's something that realistically can happen now. Dead cells get revived all the time. Uh, clearly not to the zombie uh, way, but you, it, it was a more realistic scenario than what other games presented. And I know you say realistic, but I just remember <laughs> that plot device is in Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> there you go. Well, there you go. They took it from them. <laughs> um, it made zombies cool. And zombies started to come left and right from everything after Resident Evil. Um, yeah, they existed before then, uh, but mostly in Romero's memories and his movies. Nobody really did zombies right in, uh, until Romero came around. Sure. Um, yeah. And even after that, they still couldn't really do it right. <laughs> in my opinion, at least, there's a lot of yeah. bad zombie movies out there. Um, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. When you flood the market, you're bound to have the sewers leak up eventually. So, yeah, yeah and it, it, uh, with Resident Evil, it's the one thing we want back in Resident Evil is zombies. <laughs> the thing they went was away Leon's from campaign in six. <laughs> yeah, like they're flooding the market with it. Like, damn, we got to do something else, and now all we want is zombies back. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Silent Hill 2, it did give us a lot of fantastic things. Um, Pyramid Head, incredibly iconic. 
the setting of Silent Hill 2 is still terrifying to this day, in my opinion. Uh, if you play the original, not the, the remastered version. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, it's just the, the monster design, the music, uh, the, the music of Silent Hill is still some of the greatest soundtracks, mm-hmm. I think, in video games. But I just feel like Resident Evil, the first Resident Evil, did this so much. And so much of the industry owes it to Resident Evil. And hey, Resident Evil is still going strong now. And I'm sorry to say Silent Hill is as dead as it can be, unfortunately. And we can blame Konami for that. We can blame whoever you want. But it doesn't matter because the franchise is dead. And I guess you can say Resident Evil was dead as well, but this is slowly making a comeback now. Yeah, uh, dead for different reasons, I have to be said. Yes, yes. But, uh, but yeah. it, you know, it's still mega popular. They had, what, six movies now? Live-action movies? Ugh. Four, three CG movies? They have books. They have so much stuff on Resident Evil now that Silent Hill, unfortunately, just can't I- compete with it. I think the in argument on that it's because it's you know mainstream popularity is a lot easier with Resident Evil, which is by all <laughs> intent is the dumber of the two. You know, so oh, yeah. it's the same hey, reason that people didn't go and watch Blade Runner twenty forty nine because it, it's it's a sci fi film, but it's not a pew pew guns in space sci fi film. You know, it, it's a yeah. let's look at this wall for twenty minutes and have pensive somber moments and. <laughs> which is, is, is good if you want that, uh, but it's obviously not going to appeal to many people by comparison. Yeah, but and to be fair, I really enjoyed the first Silent Hill movie. I thought it was a very uh, good movie. Yeah, yes. I mean, that, it, if you compare <laughs> as an actual video game adaptation, then yes, it, yeah, they even use the same camera angles from the first game. Yeah. They even use the same music. All the songs in that in that movie were from the games. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, to me, when you just compare the two, Resident Evil compared to Silent Hill 2, both phenomenal games. Uh, Silent Hill 2, I would say, is even more the, the superior game. But I just feel like Resident Evil changed everything. Okay. So. Ben? Thank God say? Gary's answer was so long because I'm going to go with, I'm not voting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. <laughs> No, I, I, I don't. I never really gave Resident Evil One a chance. I tried the remake on PS4 because I never played the original, and I never played Silent Hill Two, so I can't really judge either of them. So, okay, um, be that as it may, my vote doesn't really make any difference in that regard. So, uh, yeah, um, I believe that means that Silent Hill is the one going through. Is that right? Yes. Yes. No. Resident no. Evil. Resident Evil, yes, yeah, sorry, Resident Evil. I, see, Gary was talking so long, I forgot what I was talking about. So. <laughs> Damn, I'm just on talk no more. <laughs> <laughs> it's Resident Evil, it's fine, it's fine. So yes, uh, Resident Evil wins 2-1, that's it. Okay, um, wins, I love how we say wins. Uh, right, Chris, pick a number. Numbers, let's go with one. Of which you can have three or seven. Let's go with three. God of War 2. Ah, oh, damn the it. The last yeah. of the God of the Wars, I think. Oh, man. That we have in this uh, thing. And Alfonso? I'm going to take the last number in group seven. 
the last number in group seven, which was number six, Skyrim. Oh, <laughs> there it is. You couldn't make it any easier, could you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already calling them as you call them, so you know. <laughs> Gary. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what say you? Uh, Skyrim in every way possible. <laughs> um, broken like when it released, broken after patches, broken, broken, broken. On at least on the PS3. Uh, well, that is what we are <laughs> judging it on. Do remember that one we're talking about. Yes, that. there you go. Uh, a complete broken mess that wasn't even fixed until like two years after the game came out, and even then, it wasn't properly fixed all the way. Um, I love the I love the setting of Skyrim. I love the whole Viking stuff. I'm very into Vikings, um, but it's also one of those things of Skyrim that I just could not get past. And it's a problem that I've had with all Elder Scrolls games. In well, all honesty, game, I think <laughs> in general, because uh, I remember you having this before. Yeah, yeah. I guess Fallout uh, does the same thing, and it, uh, to me, it's just it opens up so quickly that you just get lost so fast. Um, you stop caring about the main story because every time you try to do the main story, like five things get in your way and you decide to go do those things. And then those five things open up into five more things. And then you're just lost and you don't care about the story anymore. Um, enemies level up with you. Uh, that is the biggest problem for me in those games because I never feel like I'm actually progressing. I feel like I'm constantly stuck. Disagree only in the sense of that your abilities become wider and more varied. So it, as much as they level up with you, you do grow more expansive in your power. You know, it's like you may not, you may be a little bit stronger than them, but you have more ways of dispatching enemies. Yeah, I guess. But to me, it, I just didn't feel that way. Uh, I'm sorry to say. Um, but it, yeah, I, I just... I could not get behind the hype of Skyrim. I tried. I tried on every platform. I even tried VR version, and I still couldn't get into it. Um, I played like 70 hours on the PC, and I've only done like the first two main quests. And <laughs> I just, yeah, it's, I just can't, can't get into that game. I'm sorry. I just feel there's too much wrong with it. And I get why people love, love it so much. And I get why people continue to play it. Um, I'm just not them. Uh, up against God of War 2. God of War 2, in my opinion, is the best God of War game. Uh, <laughs> Story-wise, combat-wise, um, environments, puzzles, everything about God of War 2 was infinitely better than anything they'd done before and after, in my opinion. And okay. So yeah, I'll keep that as short as I can now. <laughs> good, good. I, I want to keep talking. <laughs> uh, ben, I'm gonna go with God of what? April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with Skyrim, of course. Okay. I I would rant on about Skyrim, but I think everyone knows my opinions on Skyrim over the last however long you've met me. In fact, you could have met me for five seconds and I just walked up and you go, oh, hi, person, Skyrim sucks, bye. 
got it tattooed on his head. It's just, uh, <laughs> first thing you see when you see him. Like, hi, my name's Ben. I fucking hate Skyrim. <laughs> uh, see that mountain over there? You can go over there, but I just can't be asked. It's over there. Uh, so yeah, Skyrim, please. Okay, um, Chris. Uh, I'm of course going to go with Skyrim, Skyrim as well. Although it sounds like I enjoyed Skyrim uh, a bit more than uh, uh, Gary and Ben. Um, I do agree. I was really pissed that they only forced it to come out because of the eleven, eleven, eleven date. It's like, oh, we're we're gonna we're gonna corner the market on this date because it's all ones. Like you just you're just being fucking stupid. Finish the game, make it work better, and then release it instead of two fucking years of patches. Um, but they did. I mean, they did do some things right. I mean, it is uh, a really vast experience to be able to to run around and and just kind of do, do whatever whatever the hell you want if you just want to walk around and, and, you know, loot some caves and kill some giants. I mean, it's great fun. I mean, I like, you know, the, I think the, uh, the shouting mechanics were, uh, innovative. I like that you could dual wield. Now the dual wielding was opened up a huge new, new, uh, realm of possibilities in, in, in that game. Um, but the, uh, I, I mean, yeah, just with how broken it was and the main quest where you're pretty much just like, Go here, kill some more Draugr. Oh, you're in Blackwatch now. Oh, okay, well, let's try this other cave. Oh, some more Draugr. Hey, a dragon. Yay. I just... It was, it was, it's everything else in the game that made it great, except for the main quest, until the end when you're in, spoilers again, Valhalla, or their version of Valhalla, and you're finally meeting all of these people that were the uh, that you've been reading about and hearing about, about, you know, like Jurgen Windcaller and... And all of them, and then with the big final final fight, I actually finished the main quest. Amazingly, two hundred thirty hours in, I'm probably one of the few people who actually finished the main fucking quest. Oh, I did. <laughs> I, I, I platinumed the game on PS3. Oh, so, nice. So, yeah. I mean, and I'm not, I mean, like a big platinum thing, but by God, did I love that game. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I enjoyed it. I tried it in VR. Um, I, I got to say, in VR, it is really cool just to be. Walking around and seeing everything like in high def up close, like you know, you look at the moon and you can feel the vast landscape within. But just God, for for everything they did right, it just seems like a hundred more things they did wrong. And I I can't even I wanted to talk about like the impact it had on gaming, but it really I know people are still modding it, but I just don't. If you're relying on your community to make mods that are better than than the base game you made. There's a fucking problem. Um, I don't. I don't know. That worked for Little Big Planet, I suppose, but not Skyrim. Whereas God of War Two was like the best send off uh, Sony could have given to the PS2. Like, like just, just straight up. That was the la- I think that was the last great game that was released for it, and kind of yeah. their their farewell to the one of the greatest systems ever made. And it, I mean, God of War Two is just uh, fantastic in every every way, shape, and form. <laughs> you get you get a ride. I got what was it? A hippogriff or 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 a griffin? And it was, on, it was a griffin. Well, it was a griffin. Yeah, you get a ride. You get to fly the griffin and fucking to this uh, to the to the four horses that are. Uh, I mean, God, just every every moment of that game from the colossus, the first battle. My God, that that like a, the a final boss fight is your first boss fight. Is what it felt like. I mean, it was just amazing. So yeah, I I know we could all go on about how much we all 
don't like Skyrim. <laughs> I feel it's like a moot point at this at this period. <laughs> um, okay, so um, moot point indeed is uh, the result now. But Alfonso, what say you? Skyrim. Skyrim. Right, okay, so um, Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. <now>? Um, <laughs> I was looking forward to Skyrim ever since they discussed it at E3 during that year and years before. But when um, I didn't get it, I didn't get it because of all the people that I know players saying that it was buggy and laggy and all the bugs that it had. And then when they finally fixed all the patches, I, I just lost interest. I, I didn't care. Um, but as for God of War 2, one of my favorites it's just as not just as a game but in series in general I, I just love Kratos and his story and what they did from God of War to God of War 2 just got me more excited for when God of 3 was whenever God of 3 was um supposed to come out because you know during that time they there was no hints on when it was coming so yeah Skyrim okay so yeah, Skyrim now holds the uh, distinct award of being the heaviest trashing so far so there you go skyrim goes through four nil on that one right gary number remembering eight. eight group seven of course is now closed because they're all gone um okay you can have three four six seven seven metal gear solid four. Ooh, buddy who buddy buddy and ben you get to decide who uh, i want to go with four group four of which there are two left uh two or five five okay five is portal two okay huh so um chris MGS4, Portal oh, 2. Oh, my God. Why would you do this to me? <laughs> oh, this is the hardest one yet for me. Um, I, I, fuck, dude, I really hate to do this, but I'm going to have to go... Between the two, I'm going to have to go with Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, simply... I, I mean, it's really simple for me. I think the Portal 2 is the greatest puzzler the greatest puzzle game ever made and uh, whereas um <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry it is it's just it's fantastic in tetris every, it, <laughs> are no, you insane okay, wait, no, we're not talking about tetris here gary god damn it <laughs> oh you my said god greatest puzzle game i should punch i should drive to your house right now and i'm gonna say he's right i prefer i prefer Okay, I'm gonna fly down there right now and punch you too, man. Yeah, you get it. I just, I, I mean it. I mean it is at this point every puzzle game that's coming, and at now is it has to live up to Portal Two. It's just it, it, it. I mean leaps and bounds in the puzzle industry and what and what good narrative story. Is I mean, and Val, that's Valve at its finest, showcasing their their um, you know, I, I would almost call it a, a, a goofy, uh, gallows humor. I mean, I mean, Gladys is just so iconic now, and 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 everything that um, 
that they, and it was so simple too. So simple. You have a blue portal, you have an orange portal. Go. And it was just each puzzle was perfectly crafted. It was just so meticulously well balanced. I mean, there's nothing there's nothing else that tops it now. Other games are trying to come close. Um, I, I, I reviewed Cube 2, and that was honestly, in my opinion, the closest the game has come to touching the grandeur of Portal 2. But um, Metal Gear Solid 4 was not the best of the Metal Gear games. Uh, it was, a, I think, a fantastic send-off to one of the most iconic video game characters in history. Uh, and, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, that, that scene at the end, that crawling scene at the end, holy shit. That yeah. never, never, I think, have any of us ever sat more edge of our seat, you know, rooting for the main character while viciously mashing our control pads to the point of almost breaking them. Oh, like, it was God. just so... Oh, thank God you so, said control pad there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mentioned that um, moment. It's like I've said on the show before, it's like uh, when I was living with someone then, um, they didn't really... They weren't into the series, hadn't really seen much about it. But I was playing that scene after work one night, and they were cheering along with it, you know, like that, you know, come on, come on, come on, come on, just showing how emotionally charged that scene was. Just yeah. amazing. It was, it absolutely was. And that's why this is a really hard decision for me, because I did thoroughly enjoy Metal Gear Solid 4 with all of its with all of its great revelations and, and the fantastic boss fights with the... Uh, you know, laughing octopus and raging raven in them. Like it was, it was so. It, it was the closest feeling I got to the to the original Metal Gear Solid. Um, since I mean, since Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> so so no, it was a fantastic game. But uh, I think that this is obviously another one of those instances, especially for me, where it's like, had it been any other game, ne- damn near about, it would. Uh, I would have gone for the other one, but Portal Two. You just. You just can't top it, except for Tetris <laughs> and columns. Ooh, I love right. columns oh, and Poyo Poyo. And... <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that that Jenga's more of a puzzler than Portal. Freeze! I like Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gary, just because you suck at Portal doesn't mean other games. This is true. <laughs> what about Robotics Mean Bee Machine? That's just Poyo Poyo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That that was the introduction the Western world got to Poyo Poyo. It was that. Mm-hmm. And bloody hard, that, though. Um, I couldn't beat that game. It was too hard. <laughs> you could cheat your way to the end anyway. So it's uh, one of the best things. You could even do it on the, uh, like, to get a certain trophy on the uh, PS3 version of it. But, um, right. So, um, Alfonso. I'm going with Portal 2. But um, and nothing against nothing against Chris. All the points that he made are accurate. But the reason why I'm going for it too is because I suck at puzzle games. Actually, my <laughs> sister actually beat Puzzle Two for me because she loves puzzles. And yeah, so um, but as far as Metal Gear Solid Four, to me, that is my favorite of the series. Plus, they decided to update it and add trophies, and yeah, I know how much I love trophies, so. Yeah, sorry, part two. Yeah, disgusting, disgusting. Well, um, my my first meeting actually talking to you, Alphonse, and I am very offended. Just just so you know. <laughs> wait, 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 
wait, don't do this. I don't need another Gary. I don't need to be. I don't need another Gary. No. No, one is enough. <laughs> but, but I love you. I know. I know. And I love you, too. There's but no you hate. also said that you'd be offended when I say certain things. So I don't need another Gary. Well, it's okay? just, again, deflect <laughs> all your anger tw- against me to, clear, to Chris. <laughs> Just pretend that Chris said it instead. Alfonso, I know I know this is the first time meeting, but I, I love you too. <laughs> I love okay, you too, see, sir. that's clearly a lie. You can tell by the voice that he used. I mean, Alfonso, this explains your actual relationship a lot. <laughs> I want you to love me, but I don't want you to disagree with me ever. But I'm going to make contentious points to make you disagree with me. That That's Gary in a nutshell, though. That, wow. That's what he does yeah. you're just making stuff up now <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're, we're doing a contest here um gary portal 2 um honestly I, the only reason that i can't make a huge argument here is because i only played probably like 15 minutes of portal 2 uh, <laughs> so i can't really say how much of a great game it is um, I know why people love it. I, I know the puzzles and going to portals. You can create this infinite loop if you want to. All this crazy stuff you can do in it. I get it. Um, I guess it was funny too. I mean, it's been utilized, you know, cake as a lie and all that crap. But um, yeah, uh, for me, it's got to be Portal 2. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, for those who know, who should probably know, uh, I despise the ending of Metal Gear Solid 4. Um, I think I think things should have ended completely differently, and so did Hideo Kojima, up until his team talked him out of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that microwave crawling scene is one of the greatest scenes in Metal Gear Solid. Um so many fantastic things that four did the nostalgia of going back to shadow moses um the the awesome boss fights that it had um bring it back finding gets to be the villain and and he just hands up to the nth degree yeah what they did with ocelot was phenomenal stuff uh finding out what he was actually doing um but yeah, Metal Gear Solid 4, the Octocam was fantastic. Something I'm still wondering why other games haven't utilized it, quite honestly. Um, just the way he did it in real time of you just morphing into what the object you're facing or holding on to looks like. It was just fantastic. Um, but yeah, uh, sorry, Portal 2, just because I never truly, really played it too much. So mm, Okay. Ben? I want to go with Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh. <laughs> just you know be- what that means. <laughs> just because I played a lot of uh, Portal. In fact, it's one of the few puzzle games which I really enjoy. I mean, you know, the ones that actually has a story, not like Tetris. Um, I really enjoyed Portal 2. <laughs> and I, I, Metal Gear Solid 4, though, it is one of my favourite Metal Gear games. In fact, it's my second favorite. Yeah, Metal Gear Three being my favorite. I'm gonna to have to give it to Portal Two. I'm gonna to have to, yeah. I'm just gonna to have to say that Portal Two was a better game for me. 
And that, and I Fair don't enough. have a full-size replica cube, but that's for certain. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes, you know what that means. We have a tie break, which means it's up to me to decide who wins this. And you would think, oh, God, that definitely shifts it in one favour. Yeah, I was going to but... say, goodbye, Portal 2. I've missed you. <laughs> well, let me just say, Portal 2, I think, is perfection in what it does. I very much agree with Chris in that. It is... The, uh, as a modern version of a puzzle game, it is just does it, it better than anyone else. It's it's foul swan song to actually making video games really, and no matter what they say about making any shit, since it's a, it's not happening. And this I also is... hate the fact that I had to promote Valve because I hate how Valve works normally. So <laughs> it's also work. yeah, it's, a, it's also a really great co-op game. I forget. I mean, and all that. In, and in any other circumstance, it would be a very worthy game to be saying, yeah. But, yeah, maybe it's a little too meme-heavy for me. And I must say, MGS4 is a lovely guilty pleasure uh, in other ways. And it, it was a great end to that section of the franchise for me. So, shading it, to be fair, um, Portal 2. So, yeah, sorry, Portal 2. You are indeed through. Um, okay, yeah, so. I ain't. I ain't even mad. I, I, like I said, I love Metal Gear Solid Four. It's so. Uh, it, there's no. For me, there would be no shame in it losing to that. Like honestly, yeah. it was just such a great game. Yep, this is a sad, sad thing about it. I mean, you know this. <laughs> you're not games. mad that <laughs> Portal Two got through, but you're mad at me that I chose against Portal Two. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Chris, pick a number. Uh, three? Three, of which we have three games. Uh, number two, number four, number six. Let's go with number two. Number two is Burnout 3, Take Down. Okay, which one got there? Come up. And Alfonso. I'm going to go with four. Four has just one number, which is number two. Uh, that is Batman Arkham City. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 Gary. Burnout 3, takedown. <laughs> um, great game. Uh, I loved a lot of the modes it had, uh, especially what was the, the, the crash mode, I think it was called. Yes. Uh, the thing that got taken away from Paradise, which a lot of people were very sad and upset about. Oh, it's, um, there. it's there. It's just it's, uh, you do it on the fly. It's... <laughs> yeah, there you go. You do it on the fly. Uh, but yeah, um, Arkham City uh, is one of the best PS3 games ever made, I think. Um, the open world stuff was great. Uh, everything I said about Arkham Asylum applies here, except they just made it bigger, more open. Introduced some of my fi- more favorite characters, like Mr. Freeze. Um, Penguin had a bigger role this time. Uh, everybody was just more bigger, I guess, in their roles. Uh, especially the Joker and seeing what happens, what's going on with him. And, of course, the, the crazy ending uh, that we got as well. Uh, with one of the best surprise villains that 
made me all so happy. Uh, well, it's not a spoiler now because the game's been out forever. Uh, when you fight Clayface, um, absolutely loved it. Uh, Clayface, in my opinion, is so underrated. And to see him take a spotlight at the end as the final villain was pretty fucking great. Um, but yeah, Burnout 3, uh, I, it's a fun racer. It's a fun arcade racer. I loved it. But again, Arkham, Arkham City just just pushed that envelope so much more again than than burnout 3 did unfortunately okay. uh, ben i want to go with batman arkham city okay uh i really enjoyed the burnout series and burnout 3 in my opinion was my favorite because i never really paid played paradise um so i want to have to go with burnout 3 Wait, no. I'm going to go with Batman, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. Batman. I know it's hard to remember what yeah. you're voting for sometimes with this. But... Um, yeah, I want to go with Batman, as I said, because Burnout 3 and... Although I love Arkham City, in fact, it was my favourite of the Batman games. Uh, being out at Asylum and... Night. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think everything beats out Night, though. Um... I'm just going to have to go with, yeah, Batman is my overrated. Okay. Um, so one apiece. Chris? Um, I Easy for me. I'm I'm never a big fan of racers, to be completely honest. Uh, so you, so there is a little bit of bias here. Um, although I love, I did absolutely love Crash Mode. Uh, it's one of the, my favorite fakes that Burnout ever did. Um However, when when comparing it to Arkham City, I just for me there's no contest. I just you can't. <laughs> Gary Gary stated it simply already that it was Arkham Asylum, just everything on a bigger scale, surprise villains, um, great. I, I think I think they nailed a lot of the villains. Plus, of course, you know Kevin Conroy and Nolan North and Mark Hamill. Just just I I don't know. It's it's like it's like the next perfect batman game after asylum which <laughs> which it is so so yeah my votes for uh, uh burnout to be more overrated okay um alfonso yeah I already know how much i love racing games but unfortunately i have to choose burnout 3 because it's batman like to me one of the best dc heroes ever and um Yes, Burnout 3 is my second favorite after Paradise, but like Gary and Chris said, it took Asylum. They made it twice as big. My sister loved it because it now it being more of an open world, and she loved doing all the you know, puzzles from Asylum, so she was happy seeing all of them scattered because she, she, she was disappointed that it was kind of confined because you was only on Arkham Asylum Island, so she was happy that she could you know, go around the city and do, which I, again, hate puzzles. I, I didn't do none of them. But like <laughs> Gary said, the ending, the twist, I was not expecting that. And then to see Joker die, that 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 hurt. To see Joker, one of Batman's iconic villain die, I actually should have seen seeing that. So yeah, burn, burn, burn out three. Burn out three. Burn out three. Okay. So yes, Burn out three wins by default, it seems. Yes. Um, yeah. Everyone, uh, for the record, I would have voted for Arkham City, but that's because Burnout 3 is 
everything that I love about a racing game and I hate racing games. So there you go. It's uh, a testament to how good it is that I love the fuck out of it. Right. Let's move on. Gary, pick a number. Six. Group six, which still has two. Um, One or five? Let's go five. Five. Both of these are juicy, to say the least. Um, Five is... Oh, boy. Here it finally is. Final Fantasy VII. Yes! (laughs) Well, now... uh, Ben, you get to decide. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to go with six. <laughs> the remaining contestant in group six is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> oh, poor fancy seven. <laughs> so, Chris, you are up first. And... Uh... You know, I would have thought that this would be more tough for me because I absolutely love both those games. But Final Fantasy VII is my favorite RPG of all time. Um, JRPG of all time. And I think rightfully so because, uh, I mean, just, just do I really have to state what it did? Do I really have to oversimplify this and how, how much the JRPG world exploded since that game came out? Um, I mean, I mean, there's just no contest. Um, iconic characters. It it really brought Final Fantasy to the forefront more so than three slash six did um, on the on the Super NES, Super Famicom. So, I mean, San Andreas though was by and large a far more perfect Grand Theft Auto. Probably, in my opinion, the best Grand Theft Auto. Um, I love CJ. It, it it is. I mean, it just really. It is. It is such a fantastic game. Um, all the when, stuff you can Chris, do, everything. Chris, when ah. Gary murders me, I'll leave everything my will to you. Yay! <laughs> I want, I want, <laughs> Why I want would I one. murder you? <laughs> From the earlier choices. Well, yeah, you did, you did say you were going to shank him. Yeah. When he comes to Final Fantasy Fest, I'm not flying out there. <laughs> He's gonna come to his own death. <laughs> hey, at least that gives me time to sort out the will. So I'm okay with this. I uh, this this works. I, I am pleased to hear this. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I just that would be that's the only reason why. I mean, it's just it's Final Fantasy VII, man. There's there's no way in hell, in any way, shape, or form, that that game could ever be considered overrated. It just it just can't. <laughs> it's like the perfect JRPG. Um, the battle, the, well, I mean, you, you, the battles, the storyline, the materia system, the characters. I mean, I mean everything, everything now uh, is is ha- owes owes it to that game. Um, every JRPG at this point, I feel, um, even more so than you know the earlier Final Fantasies, uh, more so than Chrono Trigger. Um, I just, I, I don't, I don't know, I I can't. I, I can't, and, and I admittedly am being biased because, as I said, it's still my favorite Final Fantasy game. Um, but I just, when comparing the two, San Andreas is a close second. But since I have to make a choice here, I'm going to say San Andreas is the more overrated of the two. Sure, sure. Okay, Alfonso. San Andreas. As much as I love San Andreas, I, I got to go against it because Final Fantasy VII. That to me is the best out of the series, and by far my favorite out of the series. I constantly play that game over and over and over until my hands got numb. So, yeah, 
Saint Andrews. You know you're allowed Sorry. to. That is allowed. You don't have to just sit there until it's finished. Oh yes, I do. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. With that game, with that game, yes, you do. I was talking about video games too, though. Um, <laughs> yes, Neil, I got your little, your little side. I, I, I no, I'm so lost words. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> All I can say is use lotion. Anyway. <laughs> And also, if you're starting to see the light, that's not a sign to go faster. (laughs) (laughs) But but there's a power up there. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) Gary. San Andreas. Okay. (laughs) Um, Everything's already kind of been said. Uh, To me, San Andreas wasn't my favorite Grand Theft Auto at all. Um, I did not enjoy the setting. I did not enjoy the characters. I loved the voice acting from Samuel Jackson, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, it just to me it did everything that I wanted a Grand Theft Auto to do. But it was also a little too late, and I was enjoying other types of games at that point. Um, whereas Final Fantasy VII, like Chris said, uh, the genre of JRPGs and RPGs in general. Uh, owe a lot to that game. Uh, not only did it make the Frank the the genre popular outside of Japan, I believe, but obviously the material system, uh, the characters are to this day remembered as some of the most iconic characters, even though they're not all the best characters, I, I believe. But <clears throat> it, it it did so much. The, it was created FMV CG cutscenes. It was one of the first games to be on multiple discs because um, it was so massive. And it drove this huge wedge between Nintendo and Square for the longest time. I believe up until the GameCube came out that they finally reconciled their differences. But, um, yeah. San Andreas for me. Overrated. Okay. Um, ben, I don't need to ask, really, do I? Yeah, I'm going to go with Fantasy Seven. Oh, I can see why now you thought I was going to stab you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go for seven. The same reason why I went for that last game I picked. I actually believe San Andreas is the most overrated. But at the same time, I believe that Final Fantasy VII shouldn't get through without one vote. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds weird, but yeah, it, it. it ha- it was a bug as much as we loved the game it was an incredibly buggy mess when it came out and people yeah you know, people agree that you know it's surprised that it works as well as it did uh, because it had so many flaws in the code and how they rushed to get released and as much as the game was let's uh, say in my top 3 fantasy games and it was the first fantasy game that came in Europe in the Euro- in Europe so we never I got mean, that's Final not hard because there's only like three good ones. But... Yeah. But we had, we never got Fantasy 1 to 6 here until after 7. Yeah. Um, yeah, you pressed down on 6. So, so uh, as much as I want to say that GTA is the most overrated game, because that is how I feel with nearly every GTA game game there is, San Andreas <laughs> took what was great with the previous Grand Theft Autos and expanded it and made it better. And added more features and added more fun, in my opinion. 
And I've said before, if it wasn't for the Grand Theft Auto series, we wouldn't have my favourite series of the open world. And that is Saints Row. So yes. I'm going to have to go with Final Fantasy VII just because nobody else voted for it. And, and it deserved it. was vote. a pretty good explanation, all the same. So, yeah, it's... Uh... You, you came around to logic in yeah. some weird, strange way, I have to say. But you did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, four matches left of this round. Can you believe it? Um, so, Chris, pick a number. Uh, let's see. Let's go with eight. Eight, which does have games left in it. In fact, the most games in it. Uh, it has three, four, and six. Uh, let's go with four. Okay, number four. Is Metal Gear Solid. <gasps> okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Alfonso. I'm going to go with three. Three. There are two games left in there. You can have four or six. I want to choose four. Okay. Uh, Fallout 3. Oh. Oh. Ooh, baby. Is that, <laughs> is that hemorrhoids? <laughs> it feels like it. It feels like it. Wait, what game was it? I must have missed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fallout 3, okay. Against Metal Gear Solid. Yes. Um... <laughs> Is this even a round? Can we just say Fallout 3 won? I don't know. Does anyone disagree? Reluctantly, no. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Gary? Uh, No, I have no... No. Alfonso? No, yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, that's three. three. I mean, yeah, I, I mean... I might even have my vote in just for the sake of it. Pull out for free when Looters wins, whatever you want to call it, 5-0. Um, <laughs> not, not that I hate Pull out free, it's just that it fucked me around like no game has before. And it's, it's going against making... the juggernaut that is Metal Gear Solid. Which is yeah, that, that's the big one for me. I love Fallout 3, but God, no, Metal Gear Solid, there's another piece of If it had been American any other history. game... <laughs> Any other game, I would have not said that. But Metal Gear, so even if it had been Final Fantasy VII, I would have just gone Final Fantasy VII, right? Everyone, nah. yeah. <laughs> so, thanks, uh, Gary, to vote again now. Then, um, yeah, <laughs> one, <laughs> one. Uh, is only one game in Group One, and that's number seven, and that game is Dark Souls. Ooh, Ooh. Uh, yeah. Ben. Ben, Ben, Ben. Uh, what category has the most? Uh, two, I'll tell you this now. Uh, group 8 is the only one with two in. I want to go with group 8. Okay, you can have three or six. Six. Hmm. Now, I'll say this. Uh, I hope no one likes Dark Souls because uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, they're getting tough. Um, moving on. Chris, what's <laughs> Chris, what, what, what's it, you? Oh, my God. No, I loved Dark Souls, but goddamn, no. Not when you, well, not when you put it up against Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> That's... Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, I, I can't. 
I just just because it had the most amazing bag over the head animation I've ever seen in a video game ever. <laughs> uh, that that's that's you why you haven't had uh, my bag over your head, have you? Well, <laughs> I I have. Oh God! <laughs> Was I asleep during one of bag. <laughs> Um. Yeah. No. I mean. I mean. Metal Gear Solid Three is another one of those pinnacle of the series games. Not that. My personal favorite is Metal is the first Metal Gear Solid. Obviously, um, Metal Gear Solid Four was fantastic. Uh, I, I liked it much better than than Two. Obviously, as as we said last time, um, not that I didn't love Two. I thought it was a great game too. But Metal Gear Solid Three, goddamn, that was one of the most heart wrenching endings of any game ever. Mm. Ever, <laughs> it was just so powerful, so emotional. Um, and to see where where you know big boss came from and and what caused all that to see to see a young ocelot like there was and again again had fantastic boss battles um oh, i'm covered in bees like no it was just bees, it was just the, <laughs> it's just amazing um yeah i i love dark souls i really do i love the soul series but not when you compare it to Great games like that. It's they're they're definitely a bit overrated. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dark <Fair> Souls. <laughs> okay, one for Dark Souls. Alfonso, Chris, don't do not be offended, but I hate the Dark Souls series. I, I can't I can't stand it. Can't stand Dark Souls. Can't stand Demon Souls. <laughs> Try to get in Bloodborne. Can't do Bloodborne. I'm sorry. So Dark Dark Souls, it, it gotta go. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, um, Carrie, it's all good, man. <laughs> Gary, um, Metal Gear Solid or not? Oh my God, what did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> Gary hates games. Confirmed. <laughs> now, Dark Souls. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Three is my favorite of every Metal Gear. Um, the story, like Chris said, one of the most heartbreaking endings. An ending that to this day just gets me boiled and angry, and it really makes me understand why Big Boss did everything that he did. And makes me believe in what he's doing. <laughs> like I don't go against anything he's he, he did after I saw that ending. Um, but as far as the boss fights go, they're fun. I don't consider them the most iconic boss fights, except for maybe the end, which. Sorry. Huh. What about the sorry? Well, the the sorrow was great, but it wasn't really a boss fight, as it was. I mean, more... that's just it. Though, as Kojima's doing is making a boss fight different. And that was very, very different as a boss fight, I found. I'm just, uh, that's just my two cents on it. I just think it's a, a very no, clever uh, way like of I making said, you look oh, Yeah, like, there, there's great boss fights. I don't think all of them were great. Like, oh, maybe the characters themselves just didn't have the same uh, backstories that other Metal Gears gave to the villains. Hmm. Um, you know, like, Fortune had a great backstory from 2. And obviously, all the villains in, in Metal Gear Solid 1 had a phenomenal backstory. Um, the three just didn't really give it to me. Like the fear, I almost knew nothing about the fear. Um, Fury as well, but when you obviously like the main big guys like um, Vulcan and and uh, what's his name? Man, that he must have had impact on you then. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, god damn it, uh, Snake. <laughs> Watch out for what's his name? Ocelot. There, I can't believe I forgot Ocelot. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, young Ocelot and, and how he learned to use a revolver because of Big Boss. Um, 
it just did all this amazing stuff. Uh, well, thank God in, he changed his name to Ocelot because what's his name just doesn't. Matter. <laughs> <laughs> Revolver, what's his me, name? They call me what's his name. <laughs> <laughs> that totally seems like a Kojima joke. <laughs> Oh, but, oh god what's the name of that guy oh, just in Survivor there's like a really Kojima name for one of the characters and it just made me think my god at least they still got that <laughs> oh yeah yeah Man, very cheap fun of me because I forgot a character's name I hate you all let's forget the <laughs> oh, character's that, name that your... let's forget Ocelot yeah that's Ocelot <laughs> and it's your favourite game of them all yeah you're not going to hear the end of this one now I had it at it was on the tip of my tongue okay maybe I won't <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, Metal Gear 3 just did so much. The the fight against um, the the Metal Gear in that one, the Shaggle HUD, uh, fantastic. Just all of it was just so well done. Um, yeah. Even the camo system, which to this day baffles me why they didn't just implement that camo system into 5. Uh, <laughs> like I just couldn't figure out why I couldn't change my camo mid-mission, but whatever. Um, yeah, and then you had Subsistence which brought in some multiplayer that I thought was actually quite enjoyable. Um, and the third-person camera this time around. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, but Metal Solid 3, easily over Dark Souls. If it was Demon Souls, it still would have been Demon Souls, but it would have been a harder choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, good luck. That was the player I was thinking in Survive. There's, a, there's literally a guy called Good Luck who gives <laughs> missions. So, yeah... Um, probably flanked by if we're counting on you i'd imagine right so uh ben i want to go with dark souls just because metal gear Solid 3 was an amazing game and my favorite metal gear i, I don't know actually i like metal gear. I, oh it's hard between metal gear 2 and 3 actually to be honest it's two for me i like uh-huh. I, three is amazing but two is just a special special I, I, it's weird i hated two when it came out but the more I've grown older, the more I've enjoyed too. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Dark Souls as the more overrated game. Yeah, Dark Souls is routed four uh, 0 or wins four 0 It's really difficult to try and get. That. I remember that. All at I times. know is it seems all the games I really dislike are going through, which is really good for me. There's going to be some interesting clashes in the next round uh, that's for sure with some of the because there are some contentious things happening right so we have just four games left to choose from now and i'm gonna tell you this two of them are from the same franchise so they could yet face each other that's gonna be interesting chris um we have one in group three one in group five one in group eight. Oh, and also we have was it one? One group two. All right. So I guess I'm just picking the first numbers this yeah. time. Uh, let's go with two. Two. That's Gran Turismo. It's taken all this time to get here. And Alfonso, you can pick from group uh-huh. three, group five, or group eight. I'm going to choose eight. Eight is Persona Five. Oh man, what the hell? Oh, <laughs> well, I already know Gary's answer. <laughs> do you? Do you know? Do you? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Well, Gary, let's find out. What is your answer? Oh God, I'm going first. I haven't had time to think yet. <laughs> 
We're talking the first Gran Turismo, right? Yes, yes. It was the only one that I felt was uh, worthy on this one because two is just more. Uh, uh, Oh, and I don't trains. know. Three, three okay. was the cornerstone for me. But, Gary, um, Gary, Gary, they're all just getting about fucking driving boring cars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Neil, Neil, watch it, watch it. Uh, it's driving five. in your car with your favorite CD on uh, the game. That's it. Persona Five, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to go with Persona Five. Okay. Um, I enjoyed Persona Five. Um, I didn't enjoy it more than I did four or three, or even two for that matter. Two is my favorite, but um, as much as I enjoyed five, the the soundtrack was great, the characters were great, uh, the combat system was fantastic. Um, I loved kind of how they did the the whole uh, sins and dungeons uh, scenario that they had, where you go into the person's mind uh, essentially and try to fix them <laughs> um I, I i really enjoyed it but to me i i just i can't get into the daily life stuff that they have going on in those games um i understand struggle in real life with this so yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i just i i feel like it could be used for more productive things uh Such like world life. building yeah I'm sorry, like, I just, the uh, the whole game is timed, and I hate timed games, as everybody knows. Um, just, yeah, I just couldn't get too too deep into it like everybody else did. I understand why they would, and it is a fantastic game, and it deserves all the praise that it got. But to me, Gran Turismo, like so many other franchises, revolutionized the driving simulator. Um and like Burnout did for arcade racers in a way, Gran Turismo did for simulated racers. Uh, the the heart and soul that they put into those games year in and year out that they released. Um, I don't really know too much of backstory of what they did for the first one, but from what I know, you know, getting the licensed cars, uh, getting the sounds of the engines, they still did a lot to get that game as realistic as they possibly could for a system that had so many limitations for it. Um, but to me, Gran Turismo essentially created this crazy realistic driving simulators. Um, and so many franchises now follow it, you know, grid Codemaster racing games, almost all of them, obviously Forza, I guess you can say has taken over Gran Turismo in a way. Um, but, Gran Turismo still holds so much um, power in its own name that you name, you say Gran Turismo and everybody instantly looks to see what the next Gran Turismo is going to be. And it's just, it's a franchise that continues to live on. And to me, Gran Gran Turismo, the first one, uh, though not my favorite, um, I think it did what I guess Resident Evil did for that genre as well. Um, for racing games, so yeah, I didn't want to see a car jump through a window. <laughs> <laughs> so right. pass on that one, um, Ben. What were games again? Gran Turismo and Persona Five. I'm gonna have to go with Gran Turismo. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's the granddaddy of racing games, and it deserves all the love in the world. 
Persona is probably one of my favourite PS PS4 games. Um, and Persona Golden is probably my favourite PS Vita game. So I have a lot of love for that game. Even though, like Gary, I do normally hate um, oh, you know, missions where you got a time limit sort of thing. Uh, I hate being forced. With Persona series, it feels organic, unlike a lot of games where it just feels like they've added it as a second thought. It feels like that the, the reason why is justified. Um, so yeah, I will have to go with Gran Turismo just because of the amazing jazz music in Persona 5. <laughs> there is certainly I might add that Gran Turismo as a soundtrack has you know, a few of the bands I ended up loving through later life were because of that so but you know it's still not as good as Persona 5 soundtrack well yeah it doesn't have that amazing jazz music it, yeah exactly god <laughs> <laughs> damn it um, anyway uh, Chris um, <clears throat> full disclosure I have not played Persona 5 yet I haven't played any of the Persona series Okay. So I'm not 100% up to, like... Like, I've watched a couple of videos of the gameplay a little bit, but I absolutely have no idea what happens in it outside of what I've heard from Gary. Uh, so... Then I believe his vote shouldn't be counted, because it'll be tainted. But, I will vote for... Uh, vote for it to be the more overrated of the two because I agree with Gary 100% on Gran Turismo uh, and what it's done for racing games everywhere. Like We wouldn't have Forza Split Second. We wouldn't even have Burnout or, uh, or a Need for Speed sequels if it wasn't for Gran Turismo because they, they push the boundaries of what a racing game could be and while other games took either the simulator or the arcade racer route, um, we probably wouldn't have, you know, car companies uh, fighting over game publishers to get their products licensed in those games if it wasn't for Gran Turismo. So that's that's why I think Persona is the more overrated. Okay, uh, Alfonso. Persona 5. I agree, Gary. It's a brilliant game, but time missions are a pain in the ass. And yes, Gran Turismo do have time races, but it's a lot easier because all you really do is driving from point A to point B. You already know I love Gran Turismo. It's my favorite racing series. It's the reason I got into racing games and into cars in general. So, Persona 5, I'm sorry, but gotta keep you to this curve. Ouchie. Uh, Persona 5 wins 3-1. For the record, I'd have picked Gran Turismo, if you hadn't sort of guessed from my tone. Um, right, so the final match, and no need to draw because there's only two games. Um, it is, of course, that other Persona game, Persona 4 Golden, which faces Akami. So, um, Gary... Persona 4 and Okami. <laughs> um, Okami on this one. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, I did enjoy 4, uh, but 
again, it has the same problems that I had with five, but I enjoyed four a little more simply because uh, I love the serial killer storyline they had going on in it. Yeah. Um, I also love the music in four more so than I did in five. Um, I love the cool J-pop soundtrack that it had. Um, even though the jazzy soundtrack was cool in five. Um, <laughs> it's okay to like both, Gary. It's fine. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't want to get attacked or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okami. Uh, I listened. I remember I played it on the PS3, and then I heard Chris playing it through his headset. And just Truly listening. the best way to experience video games. No, no, no just remembering... <laughs> The, how the characters like talk when you talk to them, they just like <laughs> mmm, 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 and they just won't shut the hell up <laughs> with their stupid ass voiceover. It just irritated the hell sure out of me. Sure, you weren't playing Sims. Uh, yeah, they do the same thing in Sims, yes. Trust me, he was playing Okami. Tell him, Chris. They, Tell they, him how they, you don't mind do. about it. Yeah. No, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all, probably because I'm the one playing it. Um, yeah, probably. But I, I can understand if you if you're listening over the headset, you know, while we're in party chat, and all you hear is it probably gets pretty annoying after wait, two minutes. Wait, why are you recording my voice? <laughs> God damn it! Um, but yeah, um, yeah, uh, I, I understand. Like the art style is really cool. And using the brush and all that, um, the game to me just works better on, I guess, the Nintendo systems that are released. It worked better on the Wii because you can use the motion controls to draw. Um, I believe it also came out on the 3DS as well, if I remember yeah. correctly. It, it was like a like a smaller version of it, but again, you can use the stylist. And now it's coming out on Switch. And even on Switch, I feel like it's going to be a better game because of the the touchpad that you can use and the touchscreen. Um, so to me, Okami was good. I just don't think it was good on the Sony console. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Okami for me. Okay, so that's your vote. Uh, ben? I'm going to go with Okami. Okay. Just because I, I enjoyed... The other game more than I did Akami. Fair enough. It's fair enough reason. Okay, Chris. Um, I am going to go the opposite direction here. Uh, again, I have not played a Persona game, so bear that bias in mind. But I'm going to say uh, Persona Four is more overrated because uh, I mean, I mean, Okami is like the Legend of Zelda, but for Sony. Mm. Um, it has all the same. You have fields that you explore. There are enemies in that field. Um, you, you get to play as, as a goddess wolf. I mean, how, how cool was that when it came out? That, that instead of, oh, I'm a warrior with a sword and shield or a club, it, it, it did what sel- games seldom do and allowed you to play as, as something completely, you know, new uh, to... to I mean, not not that other games hadn't let you play as you know, you know, animals or things like that, but this was pretty groundbreaking because it was a Zelda game with that three um, D art, or a Zelda like game with that three D cel shaded art style, 
beautiful, unique graphics, um, took a lot from Japanese folklore and history and, and the way that similar we've seen other franchises do now, like Neo. Um, you know, the demon wheels appeared in Okami. Uh, all, those, all those imps and everything were drawn from inspiration from Japanese folklore and culture. And you and you know you played as as a god trying to or a goddess rather r- trying to right the wrongs of of mankind. Um, the 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 combat was was a lot of fun. Uh, you unlock the abilities to dodge uh, and and uh, and upgrade your weapons. I mean, it was it felt like a genuine Zelda like experience with a new cast of characters, a different setting, and. And uh, the, the brush techniques, I, I, I wasn't bothered by them as much as Gary was. Um, I just, I, you know, using the analog controller is, is, I think, just as easy as waving your hand. So I, I don't see a problem there uh, for it. Sorry, Gary. Um, but I, I just think, I think it's one of Sony's best games, uh, or, or one of the best games ever to come out on, on a Sony system, rather. And I, I don't think it can possibly be uh, overrated. It's just oh, no, it's such a perfect it's, game. It, it never gets to sell. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, that's 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 my main reason. I, I mean, I know Persona Four, as you guys have all stated, is 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 a peak for the series, and it's it's uh, done really well for itself, and it's a great series. But um, I think Okami is a unique gem among sony games and and so much so that it was getting ports to nintendo and and them so yeah yeah and yeah it's good. gone to the switch or going to the switch isn't it i think mm-hmm. so, yeah so on everything still just not selling like it should it's a sad thing about it yeah very sad <laughs> yeah um alfonso i'm gonna go to kami for the simple fact that i never really played it that much um I only really play like 30 minutes of it, so I can't really have an opinion of the game as due to the fact that I play Persona 4 more. So, yeah, Akami. Okay. So, Akami wins 3 1. You know, we only have one tie after all that. I thought with the uh, four votes we'd have more than that. But, uh, yeah. Considering some of the com- competition we had, that's uh, interesting to at least. So, yeah, that's the end of the round of 32. Uh, we'll be breaking from this for a week next week because WrestleMania week. Um, and, but when we return, of course, we'll be doing round of 16, which, uh, as we know, is going to have a lot of interesting games in there. Uh, Metal Gear is the big winner, if you will, in not being overrated because there's not a single Metal Gear gone through. So, yeah, there you go. It's a good old Metal Gear done very well. Right, uh, that ties that business up. Um, did a poll on the Unchained Twitter, which is uh, at Pod Unchained, um, which is asking, which is your favourite game to come out from March? Um, did right, actually got 210 votes. Uh, and we had four main choices. You could obviously choose other if you wished after that. But um, uh, fourth was A Way Out with 11%. Burnout Paradise Remastered was Third with 14%. Second was Nino Kuni 2 with 27%. And Far Cry 5 uh, with 48% was the winner on that one. Okay. Other than that, it's now the end and the shouty outies. So, going in the order we've been going in all night. Um, Gary, do some shouty outies and 
contactees and all those things. <laughs> uh, shout out to listeners, as always. Thanks for taking part of our poll. Uh, that was cool. Um, shout out to you guys for always having me on. Um, welcome back, Fonzie. I miss you. Um, yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Uh, you can reach me at Gagwaush. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H on Twitter. That's it. Benjamin! I, I want to shout out to Klaus Nightbringer at Phoenix Down Radio. A shout out to Evolve Mail, Evolve Mail, aka Girlfriend Streamer, Girlfriend's Favorite Streamer, twitch.tv slash Evolve Mail. Shout out to Meoni Ace on YouTube. I back him on Patreon. Uh, shout out to Maelstrom Radio, She Heals I Tank, and all the other Fantasy 14 podcasts that have me on. Shout out to Moogle Around Radio, which is also me, but might as well. And a shout out to everyone that's listening. Thank you all for listening and for participating in the poll. Fantastic. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Uh, Chris. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Tim. Uh, been a while since we've had him on the show, and I really miss him. We miss you, um, Tim. So, <laughs> Tim, come back. Uh, shout out, of course, to you guys and PSU for uh, allowing me on the show. Now I've been having fun, and I plan on sticking around. Um, shout out to Alfonso. It was great to finally get on the show with you and, and chat about video games with you. I've listened to you before, but it was a pleasure to, to meet you today. Likewise. And thank you. And, and, uh, shout out of course to my wife and kids who are, are supporting this, uh, new career path of mine. I'm really enjoying it. And they've been very, very helpful and enjoy listening to my, uh, my, uh, disagreements with Gary, uh, firsthand now. So, <laughs> what, do, what does the wife think of me? Uh, uh, she she like she she likes your sexy sexy British accent. Yay! I'll accept that. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I'll be having um, some reviews coming up on PlayStation Universe uh, uh, for uh, Witch in the Hundred Night Two, and and also for a game called uh, Super Daryl Deluxe. So keep an eye out for those, Christy Visser. And yeah, thank you so much. Fantastic. And Alfonso. What about you? Um, you can contact me at Alishan. That's A double L Y S H A N seven. Shout out to listeners. Continue to listen to these amazing people because they are awesome. Shout out to Chris. It's been a pleasure meeting you. And I'm glad that you're my replacement when I'm not on. And I'm glad that you enjoyed my entertainment story before we started recording. Oh, Shout I out did. to Neil and Ben for recommending, giving me suggestions, even though I feel they're not going to work with Shannon. Shout out to Gary. Yeah, baby. As <laughs> this might be the last time I defend you, because when I see Shannon, what? she's going to kill me, and I won't be able to defend you no more. With that being said... <laughs> okay, well, whose fault is that? It. You told her that I was a bad guy. <laughs> hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. I said the people in the group said you was a bad guy. I never said that personally. I was just saying what Neil and Ben and Tim <laughs> and all the rest that was saying that. So, no, I never said that. But <laughs> you should have told, just... told her I was a smoking young hottie. <laughs> <laughs> so she would have gotten jealous. <laughs> I don't um, want you to be on that path. I mean, I, I know what's more plausible <laughs> of the two here. But, um. Since I know I'm going to die, I won't get to play my God of War. 
I won't get the God of War bundle, and I won't see Avengers. So my last, no, you my can't last die before pieces, Avengers. My last two Kratos kills Thanos. There you go. <laughs> if you haven't pre-ordered God of War, pre-order God of War. If you haven't bought your tickets for Avengers: Infinity War, pre-order your tickets for Avengers: Infinity War. If you haven't seen Ready Player One, go and see it. That movie is fantastic. I just saw it yesterday, and I love it. And advices, you know, advice to any guy who's in a relationship with a female: do not choose a different guy over your female companion because you will get into a lot of trouble. Wow, that's that's the end. <laughs> Wow. Uh, and I didn't think you could end it like you normally do, but you did. <laughs> um, I, I am going to counter uh, Afonso's Ready Player One thing by saying don't go see Ready Player One, because why would you support someone who writes such a terrible story as Ernest Klein? Um, but Seriously, Neil? Seriously, Neil? This is my last time you want to hear my voice and you want to go against me? Yeah, well, you know, go out on a high. All that. Um <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to new followers to Pod Unchained on Twitter, to Horror Buzz, to John DeHaan, Sean the Director, Easy Dude, and D Movies. All joined in the last few days. Um, and Chris, you weren't that long ago, so we can say thanks to you. <laughs> oh, I just remembered someone I want to shout out to. That's okay. Oh, go on. In fact, yep. this has a little story behind it as well. Oh, go on. We like a story. Uh, you know, when you go into town and sometimes you see those um, charity people that talk to you constantly. And yeah. ask you for their money. Uh, well, this week I was in town and one of them came up to me and said, Oh, I'm part of RSPCA and I would like your money. I'm like, oh, no, I can't. I already give to too many charities it is. And I do. I give to four charities a month already. And they're like, oh, where do you work for? Oh, yeah, right for PSU. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're chilly, aren't you? I'm like, okay then. <laughs> yes. He's like, oh yeah, I read you. I go to your website and I've looked at your podcast before. So if you've listened to the podcast, random charity man, I remember you and I say thank you. For the chances. I know. Well, yeah, good stuff. So did you give him money after he said he recognised you? <laughs> no. If he recognised me, he should be giving me money. <laughs> it should be like, here's, here's 50p, can I have an autograph? Ben is a charity case, for those of you who don't know, so please send your donations. I will happily take the donations, because I'll end up spending it and giving it away on Twitter anyway, so. If you, yeah. if you like Fantasy fourteen stuff, follow me on Twitter, because I give away like 30 quid's worth of stuff this week, so. People listen to your other bod- podcast, Chili. They know you spend it on Dalkin Battle. That is true. <laughs> hey! Don't attack Dalkin Battle. <laughs> don't you mean dolly battle it's, a, it's an addiction and we can't cure ourselves of it uh, on that bombshell uh, that's us done for another week as I said next week will be not a normal show we'll do a Wrestlemania show which hopefully if we get everyone organised will be earlier next week because if we did it on Sunday we'll be recording while the thing's actually on so yeah that wouldn't quite work um, but yeah that'll be fun we like doing that sort of thing and yeah, Unchained as it is like this, we'll return the week after that. So until then, Teddy bye. Oh yeah, we've got to edit. <laughs>